Hey there, gorgeous. Welcome to the VLX podcast. My name is Jackie Dixon, and my mission is to help women become healthy, holy, and hot, on fire for God in every area of their lives. Sound good? Let's get started. Hi, my name is Jackie Dixon, and I run a company called VLX, where I help Christian women become what I call the biblical bombshell, which is a woman who is healthy, she's holy, and she's hot because she's on fire for God in every area of her life. So I just got the baby down for a nap, and I wanted to jump on here today and talk to you about something that I call first and second appetites. So this morning, I led the first in this kind of this season's... um, fitness classes that I do and it was on the lake. They won't all be, but this one was and it was gorgeous, perfect weather. And it wasn't a really intense workout. It was just kind of a light, get your heart rate up, get a couple calisthenics and stretches in. But I was kind of hungry afterward, just not ravenous. And there have been times when I have done, I really, in fact, I tell my clients, beware of really intense workouts because it really often leads to a really intense appetite. And we have that go-getter spirit of, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to kill it and I'm going to work out for hours and I'm going to lift as heavy as I can. And then we're just shaky and ravenous. And it just, it often slurs off all of our best efforts, even though we were trying to lose weight sometimes with that. So this wasn't that kind of workout, but I have done some like that. And I have done some where I'm carrying, like I carried our baby in her car seat through the airport once with like this massive carry-on bag, the car seat in my other arm. And by the end of the day, trucking through the airport, I was just shaky and I was really hungry. Now, when that happens, your appetite can get out of control really, really fast, which is why I don't recommend it. But when you're having a normal day, you can experience what I call first and second appetites. And this is essentially the concept of, you may have heard of this idea of eating to 80% full. Well, once you pass that 80% point, you often go into a new appetite, which I think is why it's so difficult for people who aren't really experienced with this, who haven't done it much, to figure out where is that 80% mark? When do I know that I'm 80% full and I should stop? Well. Your body, if you're eating pure foods, if you're not messing with it by having chemicals in your food and all the weird hormonal fluctuations and mixed messages that those chemicals can send, if you're eating pure ingredients, which is what I teach, then your body is probably going to have a very naturally healthy appetite, as in it's hungry when it truly does need calories and fuel, and it doesn't give you a message that it's hungry when it doesn't need those calories and fuel. So when you have that appetite, that healthy appetite, the first appetite, then it's time to eat. It's, you know, it's time to eat. And what we did this morning after this workout class is I took my daughter to one of my favorite restaurants, La Madeleine, and we had a beautiful omelet. As an I had a beautiful omelet, and she sat there and watched me because she's four months old, um, and a beautiful cappuccino. And as I ate, I was waiting for this 80% finish point. And the way you notice if you're approaching it is to eat relatively slowly and every now and then just put your fork down and maybe if you're with someone, have a conversation or just look around. If you're alone, check your phone, Um, take some sips of whatever drink you have, interact with people around you, just take a pause and really check in with your body and see where where you're feeling. Are you still hungry? You're not looking for the feeling of being officially full. You're just looking for the feeling of no longer being hungry. When you hit that, you've hit the end of what I call your first appetite. 
Now, it's very, very easy, and particularly when you're first learning how to do this, and I almost did it today, which is what made me think to do this video. When you hit that point and you keep eating, you tap into what I call your second appetite. So your body has kind of sent you the hormonal message that it's hungry and it wants food, and you've fed it, and you've reached the point where you no longer need the fuel, but you keep eating. So your body kind of goes, oh, okay, we've got more food coming. Well, I can go ahead and crave that, and it kind of, it's like it restarts the entire process. And so your craving comes back, a sense of being hungry comes back, a sense that you do need to eat more food comes back. And it's really, really tricky because it can often feel like that first appetite. The key difference is that your body already is full. So this is often when people are eating and they are heading toward feeling kind of gross, kind of overstuffed or overfull or those kind of despondent feelings of I'm just eating and I'm not sure why, all of that sets in then because your body doesn't need this fuel. But it will do something with food that you give it. If it doesn't need it, it'll still work with it. So it started up this whole second appetite. There's such a fine line here, and don't beat yourself up if it's tough to find. This really just takes practice. But one of the best weight loss tricks that I have ever found is staying in that first appetite and ending at the end of it and stopping, even if there's one more bite on my plate, one more spoonful of soup, one more tiny bite of egg omelet, one more, you know, one more square of chocolate or whatever in the package, I stop because I want to stay in my first appetite. And that is usually where I am 80% full. My body's satisfied. That's kind of what it feels like. It's not that you're only 80% full. It's that you don't feel like you're stuffed to the gills 100%. You're maxed out. It's this feeling that is kind of what they call 80% full. So that's where I want to stop. And I think we often had beat into us maybe by our parents or by grandparents or you know just well-meaning people who love us that we want to finish all the food on our plate. You do not need to finish all the food on your plate, especially with American portion sizes. It's often a bad idea to finish all the food on your plate. And I am a leftover monger, so I never let anything go to waste. I take home a doggy bag and I have it for a snack or for dinner that night, or I throw it into maybe an egg frittata the next morning. But I don't waste anything, but I also don't force myself to eat. I've had people tell me in the past, like, oh, you don't want to have to take that home, eat it up. And that is such a flawed mentality, I think. It's a really easy way to overeat really quickly and to get past that first appetite. So what I want you to do is to slow down and check in with your body as you're eating multiple times. So first come to the table without stress. You want to try to get rid of any stress, do a quick meditation, go for a quick walk. If you haven't yet, maybe you'll take your bath or your shower first, but try to come to eat without emotional and mental stress to the greatest extent that you can. Uh, it really not only messes with your digestion, but it totally distracts you from being able to check in and see if your body's actually hungry. You're often just eating out of comfort or eating out of boredom, eating out of stress. So come to the table as stress-free as you can and then eat slowly and eat kind of in waves. So if I'm really hungry, I'll eat a good bit and then I'll pause when I'm no longer that hungry. And I'll just kind of wait, I'll drink something, I'll talk to people. If I need to afford home, I'll get up and get something or attend to the baby and I'll kind of touch in with my body. You might be surprised by how little food you actually need at that time. Sometimes it's not a full looking portion size and people might even pick on you. If you know my talks about cultures that affect our eating, then you know that friends and family and their words about our eating habits can be 
really distracting from what is actually healthy for us. So you might not have eaten a full portion. You might not have eaten what looks like a full meal. But if it's all your body wants for this first appetite, what it actually needs, then just stop there. You don't need to keep pushing it. So eat slowly, check in with yourself, take these pauses, and right when you hear, I've heard somebody say it like, God just rang my dinner bell, and not to start dinner, but to finish dinner, like, you know, this is where you stop. Your lid kind of goes over and you're like, mm, closed for business. That's what you're looking for. And you want to stop there as soon as you can. Now, in the work I've done with clients, what I often hear people say is that even though we're in this first world, we've got more food than we can handle. In fact, the problem is too much food rather than too little. They often feel this sense of panic that there's not going to be enough food if they don't eat it all now. So they'll finish all their food because there's this kind of idea of I can't have it later. There won't be a later. It won't be available. And if you have, you know, eight siblings and whatever you put into the fridge as a leftover is going to be gone, or if you have a Marine for a husband and everything you put into the fridge as a leftover is going to be gone, then that might actually be legitimate, but you're still going to be able to find more food. And the odds are excellent that especially if you're really good at disguising what it is in the fridge, like take the rest of your healthy chocolate tart and wrap it in a vegetable bag or something, then you're probably going to be able to access it later and you're going to be able to eat when you need food. So releasing that sense of panic that this is my one chance, I've got to eat now, it's, it's now or never, I've got to get it all in, can allow you to pause and stop the moment that first appetite has come to its close and just, just stop and put the rest away and have that peace in you knowing that the second you get hungry again, even if it's in five minutes or half an hour or an hour, two hours, you don't have to wait all the way till the next meal if you find that your body has another legitimate first appetite. But I do find that when I cross over that little tiny, very fine line into the second appetite, that's when my body generates a whole new slew of hunger or digestive hormones, and it's ready to eat another meal that it doesn't need. And that's often when I find that I can't lose weight is if I continually cross into that second appetite. And again, the amount of food that you consume in your first appetite might not look like very much, but if you're trying to lose weight, maybe that's all your body needs and you're just surprised because that's not the normal amount that you consume. So be aware of this. It's a really, um, really handy trick, to be honest, for controlling your appetite to just really pace yourself and be aware that this is, there is this line where you've reached satisfaction and if you keep eating, you know, they bring the dessert course or someone offers you a bite of theirs or you're just going to finish your plate, you can so easily cross into the second appetite. And what I do find with the second appetite is it's very hard to stop. My mother and I used to talk about this when we, uh, when I was in high school and college, and we would notice that it was easier to stop eating when we had approached the table with a true, real hunger rather than when we approached a meal and we weren't really that hungry. It was so much easier to just kind of keep eating because we never had that appetite to use as a barometer of have we had enough food or not. It was just never there in the first place and so we just kind of kept filling ourselves without any signals of I've had enough, this is fine. So that second appetite can kind of just go on and on and on. And your goal is to cut off that meal right at the end of the first appetite so that there's not this just nebulous eating you know, extravaganza that continues on and on. So pay attention, come to the table with no stress, eat slowly, take pauses, drink liquids, interact with the people around you, and try to cut off right at that first appetite. Know that the food will be waiting for you whenever you want it, even if 
Maybe you kind of misinterpreted your body signals and you are still really hungry. I do that all the time. I'll stop a little too soon and I'll say, oh, you know what? I actually do want three more bites of dinner before I move on to dessert or three more bites of dessert before I end for the evening. It's, it's a practice and you will learn your body, believe it or not, very, very well and it will become very obvious to you. And then the only thing you need to do is not worry about what the people around you are saying about how much you're eating or when you're eating or your eating habits. That's none of their business. This is not their body. This is not their health. So you're going to have to just learn to politely ignore them and smile and say something nice and change the subject and do what's right for your body and yourself anyway. So I hope that has been helpful. This is just something that is so... It's easy and yet it's an art. So it takes practice and you fine tune it. And the best way to be able to succeed at it is actually to control your emotions so that you're only ever eating out of that appetite and you're not staying or stepping into that second appetite when you're not really hungry, your body doesn't really need fuel just because you need something to do or you're procrastinating or you're stressed or you need comfort, whatever it may be. If you can avoid that and then you can learn to just really identify when this first appetite is over, you're going to find that you can probably lose a couple pounds without drastically changing even what you're eating just by cutting your portion sizes through this technique. So hope that's been helpful. I hope you guys have a fabulous weekend. We've got all kinds of cool videos coming up. Like I've mentioned last week, I think on the blog, I'm going to start talking about something called the model mentality, which I might even turn into a mini course. So be on the lookout for that. I'm really excited about things I have to share there. And if you're not already following me, come on over to the blog at vlx.tv. That's my business, vlx.tv, because I do lots of videos. And you'll find a free guide there. It'll come up in the pop-up. I think there's something in the sidebar, too, where you can get a free seven-step guide to loving your body for a lifetime and addressing all these subtle issues that are involved that people don't often talk about when they're just talking about calories and kind of the, the surface level issues with eating and food and health. So I hope you can grab that. I hope you enjoy it. And as always, feel free to contact me. You can find me at JackieDixon.org if you want to see all my stuff about coaching and everything else I do and who I am. And I've got a contact page there where you can always message me and I would love to hear from you. So have a fabulous weekend, you guys. Check out that first appetite, stop when you need to, and you will find you feel so much lighter, more elegant in control and joyful. So have a fabulous weekend and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the VLX podcast. I'd love to keep you motivated to go after God's plan in every area of your life. So if you love what I'm talking about, subscribe to this channel and come find me on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and Twitter at Jackie Dixon VLX. I'd love to virtually meet and interact with you. And if you're interested in the concept of the biblical bombshell, please join me for a soiree where I'll teach you the 12 pillars of a woman who is healthy, holy, and hot. RSVP at JackieDixon.org forward slash soiree. I'll see you there, beautiful.